Hello everyone, welcome to the, another episode of Soul Citizen. It should be episode 23, and this week we're talking about CitizenCon 2017. Now, first of all, we got to introduce everyone. For Kimmy, tell us about yourself. Oh, seven, everyone. A big fan of the game, of course. Uh, like to stream it here and there. And uh, just been a fan overall since, what, 2013. And looking at the development track of the game, it's... Uh, it's it's gotten a lot of attention, <laughs> to say at least, right? But yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things that you can't help but uh, tune in on. That's it. And we also, and, uh, and we also have Tim Kimmy. I'll try. Go ahead. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, I echo uh, Kimmy's thoughts. Glad to be uh, back uh, with you guys, talking a little bit about uh, CitizenCon uh, 2017. Should be a good show. All right. Um, don't have um much in the way of precursor. I'm sorry, precursor. Um, but anything going on with, with you guys this week? Anything good? Anything um, good? Oh, man. oh, definitely. The big news: three tens live, right? <laughs> yes, that's the big news. Yeah. Did you did, did you get the rock or you interested in the rock or anything? No, I haven't. I haven't actually. I actually I haven't been able to jump on as much as I would like. There's been kind of uh, real life commitments, but um, I hear there's a lot of good stuff, um, especially with the new flight model. Um, that should be that people are, uh, you know, positive uh, feedback from at least uh, to this point that I've seen. So, yeah, looks good. Looks good. Rock yeah. looks good too. Yeah. I had to grab one. I, oh yeah. <laughs> call me a whale. Call me what you want. I had to grab one. <laughs> I got to finish this gameplay loop of mining. And it was one of those things where you're talking about eventually you're going to see more caves. And now you're talking about creatures eventually. I got to go in there with a vehicle that's going to get me in and get me out real quick. I'm not going to dilly dally around with uh, mining and then something lurching over on my back. So. Had to grab yeah, a rock. Say, if, if, if you go mining inside a cave, make sure you have a buddy or something to, to watch your back. You know, something got <laughs> to pop out, pop out of you. Right. Definitely. All right. Uh, I was I was going to like go on and on about the the trailer because I, I do adore, adore the trailer. I do adore that they have the um people of color and and they have a woman at the um breadwinner. And so I've been going on about that all week, and so I think that's great. And thank for CIDs for for doing that. All right, with that, let's get started on the um the the opening address for the um CitizenCon twenty seventeen. Guten Tag, alle. Welcome to CitizenCon twenty nine forty seven in Frankfurt, Germany. Would you believe that we were actually ready to go on time this year behind the scenes? However, because of our new expanded format, which we we're very excited about, it took a lot longer to get all of the fans in. Uh, we had special tagging and uh, badging and also time. special gift bags that you all received. <laughs> so tradition. to all of you watching online, I know it's early in the States, but for those of you who are up, we are late because we had to get all of our fans in nicely. So hopefully next year, we will get them in on time. <laughs> I also only just landed two hours ago. 
I was working uh, up until the last minute in Los Angeles and uh, made a last minute decision to come because I couldn't not see all of the fans here. Uh, and I got in the cab and I said to the guy, the taxi driver asked me where I was going and I just had to start speaking German and, and I said, I'm going to Käsestrasse. And he looked at me really strangely. I thought to myself, why is he looking at me really strangely? And then I was like, oh my gosh, Käse, for those of you who don't speak German, actually means cheese. So I was like, I'm going to Cheese Street. So it took me a while, but I did get here. Uh, we are very excited by this new format and we hope you all enjoy it today. The panels are actually now going to be in UK time uh, because they're all pushed back an hour. <laughs> So, without further ado, we hope you enjoy the show. This one was in Europe. Yeah, I was at VerseCon in Austin this year, that year. some of the things that ha happening behind the scene last minute. Yep. Well, keep in mind, uh, Sandy's raising two kids too, so really, and they're, and and they're getting that age to Bruce them too, Roberts. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, real life stuff, for real. <laughs> Uh, yes, I was going to say the the smoke that's coming out is um, dry. Yep. Put that in last minute. Nice touch. Hey! Hello, and shivers to the bathroom from Relay. He was hoping that he would pop up so from, 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 from inside the, the, um, the box to have itself. We're all here in Frankfurt, Germany uh, at CitizenCon 2947. And um, it's uh, pretty. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm very excited by the extended format we're doing today. As Sandy said earlier, that we've actually been wanting to do this for quite a while, where we can have more sort of FaceTime between you guys and the devs and show you a bit more sort of behind the scenes uh, stuff. So during the course of the day, take the time, go around. There's a whole bunch of sort of smaller ad hoc demos we have out in the atrium, as well as the big presentations we're going in here. Um, there's a lot of the really talented devs that are building the game. 
uh, of our dreams, my dreams, your guys' dreams here. So um, hopefully you'll like the new extended format. Um, and uh, one of the reasons why we can do that is because uh, Intel uh, oh, are being gracious enough to sponsor yeah. CitizenCon uh, this year, and so we can sort of do things on a little larger scale. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, as you guys know, I've been sort of accused of being in bed with Intel uh, from a long time ago when everyone had to upgrade their PC to get the play the next Wing Commander. So uh, this time we're really being in bed with them, uh, but for good reasons. Uh, so let's see what the box delivered. Um, so here we are. So the Optane 900P, which is the fastest SSD on the planet. And we've actually been working with Intel for quite a bit of time on this one. Uh, and it's some really, really cool tech. Uh, and uh, here, I'm going to throw one to the audience here. Who's going to catch? Right, here we go. Oh, I want that creep, man. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's a little wet for the tri ice. <laughs> Who makes that creep? Um, I think you get one from um, GF Fabricator. Yeah, and exactly. It, it has some like really, really cool uh, new technology. No, that's and, um, I wonder how many people are out there bring, at that uh, year. Where where we are now? In the audience. Here we are. David Lundell from oh, Intel. Yeah, no, uh, so David's going to talk a little bit about. Uh, the Optane, and uh, Chris was out his, uh, Willy Wonka. He was, uh... Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for having us here today. We really appreciate this opportunity. And today at Citizen Golden we're ticket. actually launching the product that Chris just tossed out into the audience. Yes, so that's a big deal for Star Citizen, the fact that we're actually part of a launch of yeah. a major piece of hardware. That's very, yeah. very cool. It's a major uh, launch for Intel, of the Intel Optane 900P SSD. And really, it's the uh, first SSD for desktop and so this is a question. I wonder what kind of promotional stuff they, gonna do, they were going to do this year. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, it's a non-volatile oh, technology like an SSD. However, it's have new computers and everything coming out. An amazing performance. Hopefully, this saves them some money so, and they'll transfer uh, it as we digital goods as opposed to... Platform, well, and no telling. They got the plushie, right? So they might do something where you can uh, great order some things in. The other yeah. key attribute of this technology is endurance. But definitely, they, they have it has they, 20 times they, the endurance of a typical SSD, out. which means heavy data users. So here's the question: You could have got a a citizen, a star citizen code with simulation, you're breaking up. Now, you said uh, so a code about we've the. We've turned our builds around uh, and. Uh, Intel drive. Uh, you know, all our, with their, Intel was kind enough to give us a whole bunch Could of drives. Uh, yeah, I did. Us to develop uh, on I'll, I'll try to be cloud. Did uh, anyone get an Optane drive? Get U30 a little quicker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes to no. Not not here. You're talking about the, <laughs> when he did that reveal? That's what I was alluding to. The. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate and Factory, Willy Wonka movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I regret it not being able to go to this one when, when I found that out. We started talking about the attributes of this technology. Sure. Chris has been running into some bottlenecks in the game development, and we thought this was a perfect connection. So I don't know uh, why I'm breaking out. I don't see anything on my end. Well, we've, I mean, we've spent you good now. We, uh, you know, one, one yeah. way to get... Uh, uh, technology you. into a game is sort of give it to the developers, and they're like, oh, yeah, I need pile times. Um, so, but we've actually been working, uh, and we've been doing this on SSDs in general, not just uh, for Optane, although we've done some specific stuff because Optane has some features that we can move even faster on, uh, but to change the sort of the IO uh, setup that we have inside, because most previous engines all relied on you know either optical streaming or hard drive, which is a whole different 
uh, approach in terms of like seek times. And so you Did tend to get want to bring in a bunch of data because the seek takes a lot of time. But on SSD, seeking takes a lot less time. So we've sort of shifted to a paradigm that is smaller chunks of data and not worrying so much about the seeks because that's actually going to be more efficient long-term I.O. structure for uh, oh, Christian, I said you can still get the rate on, with uh, the um, Optane. So, uh, I didn't know that. In the 3.0 stuff, it's enabled for Optane. Yeah, and that's so true. continuing to add improvements to make the experience better and more fluid uh, going nice. forward. Uh, the DRM. As it all gets better because it's, you know, well, it's the generation of the technology is going to improve. And, advertise you know, the operating system is going to sort of embrace it better. And it'll be pretty cool, but it's definitely helping our development now. And I think. Uh, it will ah, be good very nice, Adam. Yeah, and we definitely look look forward to working with you on the future. And then, as part of this collaboration, some of you may have noticed something new out in the atrium. Did anybody see anything new? A little small thing. Mm. Everybody's shaking oh, their cool. heads. I don't know Thank what you, you're talking Christian about. Arby. No, uh, seriously, what we thought is, hey, you know, there's a technical collaboration. It'll make the gameplay better, make you guys have more fun with <laughs> this thing, try new experiences. But also, we thought we might translate that into a ship. Yep. We did. Uh, so it's, uh, we're calling it the, the Raven. Uh, it was designed by Nathan Dursley, who's our ship art director. And uh, it's something that he's actually was, um, it was a form and a shape he was really keen to do. So uh, having said that, let's just run a little video.
Uh, so anyway, it, 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 uh, <laughs> as you can probably tell with the model and um, kind of Nathan's video he put together, which is pretty cool, uh, it's a it's a uh, prototype based off the Saber, although it's had a heavy modification. Uh, it's currently our fastest dedicated dogfighter. Uh, can be used as a, a resilient data runner that can sort of defend itself. Uh, has twin EMPs in, which I think you saw sparkling at the beginning there, and has a couple of uh, heavy-duty uh, laser cannons, and it definitely punches well above its weight class. They did some alteration uh, in the box, <laughs> that illustration so, compared to what it looks like Yeah, now. so, uh, and it mm. will be exclusively sold with the Intel Optane SSD 600. definitely designed much more modern than the box, uh, which is good. So anyway, for those here in, in the uh, audience, uh, you'll be able to actually test fly the Raven. We've set up a dedicated room on the other side of the venue, and we've got 24 PCs with the amazing performance of an Intel Core i9 processor. So you guys will be able to try the latest, highest exactly. performance you processor. Exactly, you still sort of thing. Plus the Saber Raven. <laughs> and this will all be able to be fly, flown in the Star Citizen 3.0 Alpha Planetary Playground. So go enjoy. It's kind of fun. So I'll be up, upstairs in Universa. Uh, and then one extra thing is, uh, it's good for you guys. Uh, Intel have been kind enough to give us 150 of these drives. And if you look in your bag and you have a golden ticket, you get one of these drives. And you'll go to Universal and turn this in. Cool, thank you. I'm looking for Yeah. It's a pretty good deal to cover Citizen Card. I think those drives are, what, $400 or something? Thank you very much to Intel for allowing us to do that. Thank you, David. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it. So we've got a big day today. I'm going to invite Brian Chambers on stage. To give you, uh, Brian's our uh, general manager of the oh, German man. office here okay. in Frankfurt, and uh, oh, you all know him by his golden flowing locks. Okay. Uh, and he's going to give you a rundown of the events that we're doing today, and I will see you guys around the event here today during the day, and then for the final presentation tonight at 9 o'clock UK time, 10 o'clock German time. Uh, all right, so Brian Chambers, everybody. Okay. Thanks, Chris. You hear feedback now? Cool. Guten Tag. Awesome okay. to be here. CitizenCon in Germany. How cool is that? That's pretty cool, man. I'm incredibly happy to be here. Uh, we're going to kick off the format. Seven. Cool brand stick. new format of CitizenCon here follow. in Germany. I think that's pretty cool. As Chris said, we hope to keep this format going forward. Uh, we've flown in developers all around the world, every single one of our offices, to be here. They're going to be hanging out on the show floor in the lounges. If you see them, they'll have a staff badge on. Feel free to go up, ask them questions. Um, as you can see, or as you can tell, we started a little bit late due to how long it took to get everybody in here. Um, so we're going to push everything back by approximately about one hour. Uh, for the day's events, I'll give a brief overview. Uh, you can refer to your conference guide as far as all the detail that's in there. However, the times will be a little bit different, and sorry about that. Uh, but I'll give a quick overview of kind of what's going on in each area. 
Um, on this main stage, we'll have a series of panels uh, sharing insight into multiple disciplines. We'll have animation, graphics, tech, lore, art, uh, and design. And then closing off the end of the day, as Chris said, a special presentation by Chris himself, which is pretty cool. You guys won't want to miss. Um, in the atrium just outside, when you guys first came in, we got a whole series of close-up demos with members of the dev team. Uh, learn how to build solar systems and planets, how we customize weapons, balance ships, how we craft AI behaviors and design locations, as well as creating and tuning particles. Um, you'll also have a section in the back where you can sit down and try out FOIP. Uh, four people at a time sit there and you can actually see it in game. Uh, we've been partnering with Faceware for a while, as you guys know, to push facial animation technology and it's looking pretty cool. And finally, upstairs, um, we have 24 machines set up, as they mentioned. Uh, everyone can sit down, play, uh, planetary playgrounds, got numerous things of 3.0 in there, and you can also test fly the Raven. Um, yeah, so it's going to be an exciting day, lots of stuff going on all day, mingle with the devs, see a demo, see a panel. Um, Appreciate everyone being here today. I appreciate everybody watching the stream at home or wherever you're at. And I uh, hope everyone has an awesome CitizenCon. Thanks, guys. All right. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was a big deal. Uh, with the Intel being incorporated into CitizenCon. And I think when I go back and look at AMD, I think they prompted the whole thing because you have to look, you gotta, you gotta kind of look at what AMD did initially with getting that, um, that alpha, what is it? It was the red Mustang. And the Mustang is, Omega. See, you, you hear Fastcart, he was one of the first to reply on that because he's still, he is still wanting that ship. <laughs> so he knows he still wants it. But for the fact that AMD, and, and now you look at the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, the environment of what's going on between AMD and Intel right now, you know, you knew that rivalry was always there yeah. when, you know, they came in and said, okay, we're going to do the AMD version. We're going to get with Chris, do this. And then Intel was like, oh, heck no, man. We're not going to be left out in the cold. <laughs> so they had to come up with something. And, I, I, and it's kind of, I think they kind of did something that was a little unique in the sense that AMD sponsored just a ship. But Intel not just sponsored a, a ship, but they also sponsored the tech. So they, they won up on AMD when you look at it. And with this, this particular Optane drive, uh, you, you, you get the bundle of the ship and the drive. But look, if you go back and go to the website, Admiral K, thank you, uh, Kusanagi, thanks for uh, putting that link in there. But if you look at the, the Intel Optanes right now, dude, they are still freaking expensive. But they are one of the, yeah, they're, they're still expensive. But... You, you connect with one of these and it will really help you play this game and it, it will give you some nice gains. And even to this day, uh, you know, everyone knows they know better to use a mechanical drive for this game. They oh, know yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, That's and just Star System 101. 
and just for the YouTube audience, the Optane um, 280 capacity drive like almost $400 US dollars, and um, yes. a 960 it's almost I would say 550, um, 550 US dollars. Yes. So you're getting that, and the saber, the saber raven itself is, um, I want to say 180. And two months life insurance. Life yeah, two months life no LTI. Insurance. No LTI. Two months. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, it got it, it to be at least six months on that thing, hopefully. But uh, it you, you, you might be yeah. three months. I, 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 yeah, I don't it was call. two. I ended up snagging okay. one. Oh, right. So, yeah, okay. I mean, it, I mean it, it, even if you subtract 180 from the price of the um, Optane drive, it's still expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but it it really works though. I mean, it will really give you some good gains in uh, for Star Citizen when you play it. Uh, it's a difference maker. And anyone who's curious or wondering what do I do in regards to you know how what what are the requirements? I you gotta have an SSD. You gotta have an SSD. No doubt about it. Okay, so next we're going to go to the. Uh, there any kitchen where Chris talk about the um everything that happened at the Chris Follett keynote address. So let's uh, go with that. Damen und Herren, meine bessere Hälfte, Chris Roberts. Some pretty loud music there, so thank you very much for the nice entrance. Um, so hopefully you guys have been having a great day so far. Um, I, I yeah, I think the new format's actually quite fun. It was actually nice to get run around a little bit and talk to people that were say playing in Universum and see it. And hopefully, hopefully you guys have gotten uh, the opportunity to spend a little time and talk to some of the devs. I mean, we had the we had the presentations in here, but also there was quite a few of uh, the dev staff that were down in the atrium showing various things like the Planet, Soled, which is the planets and the, the uh, solar system editors. And uh, I don't know if any of you guys got to try the uh, the uh, FOIP, the face over IP. I don't know. It's, uh, hopefully you did. It's pretty cool. It's made some strides since GamesCon and played in the Planetary Playground. So uh, you know, it's been, a, uh, I think, quite good. So let me... This thing's actually good. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there you go. Well, anyway, I was talking about the auditorium, uh, where yeah, I think we had some pretty interesting panels. Uh, it seemed like the animation guys did quite well with their uh, nice videos. Um, and obviously, the Pioneer panel we had just before here, which is something that I was uh, saying actually when I was wandering around in the Universum side, is the the extra amount of game mechanics that these planet that having the planets that we're building allows us, I think, is pretty exciting because there's a lot of potential gameplay that goes beyond just straight sort of combat or trading, which is what you would typically get in a, a space game. So that's uh, pretty cool. 
Uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, we spent some time talking about beginning of the Stanton system. Uh, and I don't know if any of you got a chance, but uh, there's this really cool little MyRadar app, which will now have uh, the four, the moons of Stanton and Delamar. Oh, there. Uh, which I is, remember uh, that. Which is kind of pretty cool to watch it spin around on the MyRadar app. Um, They're still active, by the way. Raven was cool in the atrium. And, uh, so hopefully you guys, like I said, had a good time in the, uh, the atrium talking to the devs. And uh, one of the things that we were doing there was uh, letting you guys sort of get a hands-on with the weapons team. Uh, and we, we have a weapon that's uh, sort of a special skin for uh, CitizenCon, which uh, you can get on the, the web. But for everybody here, I think a fair number of you are sort of hands-on with the team, and they were sort of helping you guys were interacting, yes, deciding, uh, or giving hit or feedback on like what a weapon design or color scheme could be. So I picked the two best ones. There was a few more than here, but these these are the uh, two ones that I felt could be okay in the game. <laughs> a, there was a few that were maybe a, a little more colorful uh, or interesting, I should say. So what we're going to do, uh, because everybody that is here in CitizenCon <laughs> will get the weapon that we pick for free in their account, and they can run around with it in 3.0 when 3.0 goes live. Um, so what I need you to do is pick. So we have A, so I want to, uh, and then we have B. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to say, uh, who likes A, and then let's see how loud you are, and then who likes B, see how loud you are. So who would like to have A be the weapon they get? Okay, that's pretty loud. So let's see how the B go fans B. are going to do. Who would like B? Yeah, Okay, I have. I, that sounded exactly the same. Oh, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to do it one more Pandemonium. time. Be really loud for the one you want. A. <laughs> B. B. I'm probably too late for the string. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think. I'll just do both. Chris Roberts, the ringmaster. All right, screw it, Bozy. <laughs> yeah. We'll do both of them. You guys. It's been three years since I've seen it, so uh, I actually forgot right. what happened. And so, you yeah. see, uh, hopefully you guys went <laughs> and played in uh, the Universum. You could play a, a little bit of uh, a taste of kind of what it's like flying around and interacting on one of the moons of 3.0. And uh, those machines are all set up with the fast Optane drives and the Intel stuff, so uh, I think it was pretty fluid. Uh, it was pretty cool. So hopefully you guys had fun. Who got to play, who played up in Universum here? Okay, all right. Uh, and then, yes, you got to mingle with the devs, which was, uh, I think, pretty cool. Hopefully, you guys got to talk to other devs besides maybe me. Yeah? Okay, good. <laughs> and uh, then we had our live stream, which I did hear that there was some lag apparently on, but. Um, yeah, I, yeah. We, we spent a lot of money in this venue to upgrade their internet, so it certainly wasn't that. 
so we're going to blame it on Twitch at the moment. Um, and I was watching some of it back when we were working the presentation <laughs> back there, and I wasn't getting lag. I was getting a couple of, uh, like, it would pause, and then it'd be fine. But it, I didn't get lag, and it wasn't stuttering. But I, who knows? Who knows? Zuckus. Anyway, um, here we go. So what's next? Um, so right now, as most of you know, we're working on uh, getting 3.0 out. We've currently got it in Evocati testing. Are there any Evocati members here? OK, well, thank you guys very much, because you're dealing with the, the painful part of it, where it crashes they a lot. They all violated their NDA by announcing their Evocati. But concentrate <laughs> on the areas. We say, please, we need a lot of people playing this thing. And I have to say, I don't know what you guys do, but our QA staff never managed to do the things that you guys did to the servers. So we were like, oh, this is looking good. It's 30 frames a second. And then we put it live to you guys. And it's like, oh, oh now eight frames a second. What do they got? Oh, they've got 20 staff errors. What are they doing? Uh, so but yes, it's, as I said, so we're in the, we're in the final uh, test. And one of the nice things about uh, what we're delivering 3.0 is also the yeah, Delta that, patch. That's so, no joke. I, I remember yeah, on the there's one patch we found one software and it cracked the server almost. It's probably for you guys on Evercaddy when you download. It's almost. nice not to download 20 gigs every time there's an update. Nice not to download. Uh, I was just responding at uh, Port Arlesau. So I think, I think that's going to be better <laughs> for iterative stuff, and it's definitely going to be better uh, down the road uh, for our sort of future develop yeah, future delivery of content and features and patches. So we're quite excited by the Delta patcher. And when, as we move into the wider PTU and then live, everybody's going to get to experience. But it definitely makes your life uh, much easier. And getting sort of quick patches and updates is much uh, less of a deal. And if you've got constricted bandwidth, I think it, it's definitely something you want. Um, so uh, what are we going to do after 3 zeros out? in the very, very near future. Um, <laughs> so we, we've decided Don't going after C0 that uh, we're going to shift <laughs> to a date-driven model versus a content-driven model. Uh, so our goal is to do quarterly releases, and He's gonna we're going to lesson. have a roadmap of features and content that we're working on. And the ones that sort of make the date get in that release, and if not, they'll shift to the, the quarterly release after it. And so the idea is to try to have more regular updates for you guys to play so you can give us feedback and iterate on and see the game grow. Because 3.0, obviously, it's been quite a while since we delivered the last patch, which was 2.6.3. But really, the last major patch was 2.6. So it's been you know, whatever it is now, sort of since 2.6, uh, 10 months or so. And uh, that's just too long to sort of have if a... If only I'm a Kusnagi. Uh, after three zero, <laughs> he said, well, now that we feel for the, for the YouTube he said that all you have to do is follow it, just release on a date. Geez. Ships, characters, it's just that items, simple. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Fifteen. Uh, you know, the release it. Planetary system, <laughs> item two point yeah. zero. You know, a whole. You know, the entire UI, the Moby Glass, all that's been revised. Uh, like, if your like baby is really due nice on a on a sixteen, just had a baby born on a sixteen, no problem. Going forward, the plan on Star Citizen is another to, uh, like I said, be date-driven. Mother would love that. That'd be great. Feature content-driven, which 3.0 is sort of <laughs> feature lock because we have to deliver a lot of these things all together, or else you know any individual one of them won't work. Um, so I think that'll mean a better, sort of more regular um, <laughs> experience for you guys, which will be good because 
after if there's a content drought for a while, everyone sort of gets a bit bored, and that's not, not, not very good. Um, so we're, we're aiming to do that going forward after 3.0, and the new Delta patch is definitely going to be something that helps us from, uh, do that, uh, which will be good. Um, and uh, you know we're working on our sort of production report formatting, so next week we're going to update it, I think, to be a sort of a little more uh, readable or understanding for the close down of 3.0. And beyond 3.0, we're going to present a full roadmap uh, for the Star Citizen roadmap in terms of what features and content we're working on in what order. And that will be uh, as we go live with 3.0, we'll um, release that with you guys. And then we'll also present a roadmap uh, for Squadron during a holiday live stream, as well as show you uh, you know, a portion of what we've been working on on Squadron. Uh, so back in the day when they only had to release one roadmap. And <laughs> along the lines of that, um, we the are going to give times. you a bit of a preview mm. of what we've been working on beyond 3.0 for Star Citizen. Um, so this is the fun bit. Houston, um, <laughs> so I almost, I almost beat you to the joke. Stage, yeah, okay. Let's talk about a roadmap for the roadmap, or is this another roadmap? So, yeah, yeah. Or is it the other roadmap from the last time? Did we get that roadmap for the roadmap? Yeah. Yo, I hear you like roadmaps. The new paradigm of Star Citizen is you can go to all these planets, you can explore all the planets. As long as it's not an actual release date. To the surface and have a very limited landing area. So, the old R Corp. You basically were in a sort of well. It's hard to tell that that is a ship because it's so thin. Small level and everything yes. outside of it was sort of a, you know, kind of this. You know, it was sort of it was basically fake. Um, and right. How do you get into that thing? So here we are in Astro Mario. Oh, it's in the front. Okay. The, the Ravens there, which yeah, I was looking, the, uh, we were like looking in the back. I don't have a saber. Sorry, it's not my ship. <laughs> Beyond 3.0, we're going to add the ability to buy or lease ships. It's, it's got some good strategy uh, so gameplay to it with yeah, that EMP. Yeah, that boom and zoom, but yeah, not my thing. And uh, of course, you're also seeing some level of our subsumption AI going on, which is also something we're continually working on improving. And next year, uh, it will some be more self-aware. Right, let's uh, head out. Up something. Have you heard that in a while? Mm. Oh, Tony's in. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a bit bigger. Wow, what a difference, right? Mm -hmm. This was like, I want to say 2015 when they um, landed from um, base onto Arcorp and went into the. Is that uh, proper. there isn't really a skybox? Everything is 2014. Real. So, well, not real, it's well, oh, 2014. The hospital. And this is two years later. It's like there, it's a digital, digital uh, thing. So, let's. Uh, oh, let's this is Glenn giving us the tour. Through the main uh, plaza of uh, Area 18 here in Arcport, which, uh, you, like I said, you guys will have known from the social module, although it's. Quite a bit different than it was in terms of look at the ground scale. Obviously, you can imagine, see a lot of the uh, imagine eventually we'll get rain in this area. Uh, stuff. Let's head out through the customs. And my favorite thing about Oracle is still that globe in the middle of the prominent globe. Oh, yeah. I still want that oh, as, a, as a snow globe, but yeah. hopefully, we'll get that one day. Right, I like the go. guy's expression on this. 
his expression when he looks at you like, okay, we standing here. Go. <laughs> Go on. Everyone's <laughs> in a line, as always, if you're going anywhere to get through uh, immigration. No one T-posing. That never happened. No. Yeah. Or is uh, lava. Flying past. 2017. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Got to play the game. Man, that is just like, it was an, it was a... So, yeah, it's a lot going on there. The hardcore, the underlying um, thing about them. So this is a terror That they take over uh, other corporations. Which, uh, again, and you're pretty uh, much slave terror, labor to them uh, because you, you only make enough just to, to make up. a, just to be able to survive. Although I think we should probably... I'm like, holy smokes. Really, <laughs> this is not good. The, I mean... The small amount, right? The new Aurora, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Blade Runner all all day long. Dual stick. That's the thing now. That's the hottest hardware setup right now for a Star Citizen right now. Dual sticks. Engines. No, keyboard and mouse is where that coming. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> Precise <laughs> controls. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> now I use the um, joystick and keyboard and voice tag. Nice. So this was back in the day when you couldn't fly through sure the cities like you can now. So this is like, like you know, we'll you yeah. the glimpse into, into that gameplay for the first time. One of the first time. Yes. But you know what, fast part with you saying that, it's it's funny how when they do this next iteration of hardcore, because they're going to incorporate, um, what is that, the, the ship, the, uh, the anvil hawk, the bounty hunting aspect. And then once we get true persistence and you'll be able to spawn from these areas, I could see them bringing this kind of uh, flight interaction back, especially when you're talking about hunting down mercenaries and such. I hope it, it, it would yeah. really bring it in. But this, this looks really cool, how they are. Uh, But Chris, not, uh, you're not yeah. the only one. He said he was so disappointed when, when he got into that stupid step. The, um, the, 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 MR. But, um, I think they had a, a tailpin beside it or something on another ship. Yeah. My, my friend Nipo, my, my friend Nipo Hypat, he said he was hoping that, they, that he would get into the tailpin instead. And he was so disappointed when, when he got into the Aurora. <laughs> You can see off in the distance another city club. And you had uh, someone off to the that, side on the uh, platform the that was waving. 
Area 17, mm. and we're flying over the suburbs now. It's funny how, so, the, you know, the, this is pretty much Coruscant. It's, it's probably going to come full circle again at some point because they're going to have to uh, build out the areas around for you to walk around in our court and be able so this to, is, this you know, is, uh, walk to your apartment, wizard, uh, go to the platform, and you kind of see that with uh, New Babbage. Uh, we're able to so, land in the cityscapes Mar with your chip. But, Kimmy, how are they going to come full circle when all coverage black, like every other world? Uh, <laughs> process. Full circle with the process, fast card. <laughs> I hear snare drum somewhere. <laughs> okay, here's this guy. He's he's coming up. I thought it was the, the other last bit of footage, but it's coming up here. There he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That would be Remember so Chris cool did... that really happened in game. Yeah. yeah. Remember when Chris did that the last time with the uh, with the worm when we were, the guy was on the mountaintop and everyone was cheering. He said, ah, oh, you missed it. He was saying, uh, what a hey, citizen card. But this is a this is a marriage of two sci-fi movies. We're talking about a Blade Runner and then eventually Coruscant from uh, the all-tech yeah planet from Star Wars. Yeah, I remember that talk. Everyone was saying Coruscant. Yep. And then I think he said that it's not just Area 18. There's there's other cities too. There's, there's a few more cities that's built out on this planet. And one is just industry. That's a great idea, but I don't see them implementing it. I think that they want, they want people to maintain manual control at all times. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, YouTube chat. Um, Kusanaga said what they should do is allow you to set a waypoint to marker to which autopilot traveling and used by NPC. The player can leave any time they want or just sit back and enjoy the view. Mm, autopilot. But you know what? I would not, based upon what they're doing with, um, what do they call it? It's their, their, their version of uh, geohashing, star hashing. They, they can mark they're, they're basically now dissecting the universe into quadrants or, or blocks, which has like a, a, a hashtag to it or a numerical system. I can kind of see that in the way of, you know, they're, they're, they're doing a stability based on that, this going into the sections, but you're able to chart the, uh, the universe itself using geohashing. They call it star hashing. That's coming mm -hmm. into the building blocks too. So I would not be... I wouldn't dismiss it right offhand because uh, you're talking about setting markers throughout the universe for them. For, yeah, but for, I mean, even if you set a marker, I don't think you have to manually go to each marker yourself rather than autopilot, but I could be wrong. Well, like, it's I, just I would like time. to see autopilot, and, not, and yeah. I would like to see it myself, but I don't think yeah. it would be implemented. How about you, Kent? Yeah, you know, what, what I think is that I can imagine a situation where you're on the 890. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, you got your NPCs that are running through, and I would love to just sit back in my office, right. and let it ride. 
you know, yeah. that'd be real cool. Oh, you're talking about NPC flying? Okay, yeah, okay. I got well, I think the, Sorry. I mean, I, that's, I mean, that's an option. I would like to see that. Right. Yeah. So, I think the confusion uh, comes in is, okay, you just chart that destination and you instantly go there. I think with, what Chris was saying is that you actually have to start from point A, travel, go to that travel distance to point B. And so it's not, I don't believe it's too far-fetched that if there's, you know, warning systems that says you're under attack, then you, you get up from where you are, you're, you're playing checkers or whatever, shooting some pool in the rec room, and then, you know, you get this warning system, you know, you're under attack, then you run and scramble to the, you know, to the pilot station and, and then take control. Yeah, I could dig that. I mean, like, if you, like, I, I guess I was taking it a step further, like, you know, with, I guess what I should have said was that if you had, uh, you're employing AIs as staff on the ship, could you employ an AI to pilot your ship or take over from some other, you know, command post? It makes sense to just got, you know, you know, that, I guess kind of for the immersion aspect of it, you know, but then, you know, procedurally, you set the way real quick. Uh, there you go. Oh, sorry. Real quick on the stream, they were pointing. He's pointing out at the object in space. I think that was the outpost or a space station that you could actually go to. Oh, a travel lane. Yeah. Well, uh, I think um, Tony Zorvik talked about those travel lanes or those uh, cargo lanes. He he referred to them as cargo lanes. Uh, you'll have that where uh, well, pirates will we'll know where these lanes are. Guys. So. There's something to that. Yeah. We're going to head to uh, one of the space stations in orbit around Arcorp. So I think I mentioned before that most of the big uh, kind of more advanced or settled or industrialized planets have quite a, have quite a few space stations in geosynchronous orbit so that when he's gonna go on a ramp thanks for the follow go to the space station and then the cargo can be offloaded and brought down to the planet um, so we're just gonna head to one of them it's built using a, a new modular space station uh, Set up, uh, and uh, it's actually beyond three zero. You're going to see a lot of space stations and variety, and we'll talk yeah, a little bit Glenn about doing his thing. He's, uh, build them up in. And this is this is. When we, I remember watching this right specifically, where this, you know, the journey went from Art Corp, right? And I see know, Glenn walking up, around you know, and no back passing people, and then he gets into the the the. the the Aurora, and he's narrating things, and all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute, we're we're leaving the planet, and this is all taken. I'm taking it all in in real time for the very first time, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's no load screens. I mean, wait a minute, we're getting further away, and it was like, oh my god, we're out of the atmosphere, right? Right, right. Yeah, back in 2012 and 2013, there was there was expectation that there would be loaded screen, and then that all changed. Around this 2014, 2015. Yes, that's fast. This was huge. This is when he, he gets on Glenn. 
Ah, uh, you're sure glad, enough, Glenn. You're sure enough. <laughs> I was gonna say he's about to crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got on Glenn. This was showing off. He's <laughs> coming in too hot. <laughs> oh, he's fine. That would have been funny if he did mess up. Because I mean, that, that had happened before. Well, Glenn, Glenn had a little uh, mishap when he tried to jump over the satellite to get the little chip. Oh, that data was him? Chip. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, it's Glenn all day, man. <laughs> he didn't get a chance to go into pyro the last time. And again, this would be, like I said, one of the places where cargo would come in. It would be unloaded. And then yeah, this was crazy right NPCs here. Then or a plague could potentially take some more amounts that, uh, that love letter again, that's how I always say about sci-fi. Uh, nod to Coruscant, for sure. It's like we yeah. fully... Like right there. It's Boy, like, you know, it's smokes. all there. We're up here. Are you kidding me? This was like the aha moment right here. Yep. All right, we're getting this? Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so glad to get back. <laughs> objects object and stream are closer than they reappear in real life. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was some backlash. <laughs> That is a beautiful view, now. Yeah, you're right, Griff. Griffin Gaming said uh, it's a beautiful view. It, it doesn't get old, guys. This, oh. this does not get old. I said it myself, not even realized Griffin had said it in chat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, let's get back on the platform. Wow. Amazing. And remember, oh, no, like, in uh, most, most time during the presentation, the audience is nail-biting because they're expecting a crash or something to go wrong. They're expecting, like, oh. someone to die by it when they don't mean to. Yep. And then Chris will say, hey, this is a live presentation. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, I, I could hear the audience just before he, he got so back on there. They were like, oh, he's, he's going uh, to go, go wrong. But, yeah, he, he made it all right. Yeah. You know when I'm faking this. Uh, yeah, this is live. And scale, he's telling you know, that we did the tech. First iteration of the space station, Mm-hmm. But you know what? When you look at this footage and you look at, you know, for people who play the game, who's been or even watched it on stream, guys, you can see the visual difference of the clarity, the details are there. They've been really working on this. Yeah, people, man, I can't get these frames per second when I play. When I play. Yeah. That was a big deal. I put the next year. I don't know. It was probably 2016 or maybe this year. But I would um, at, at one of these presentations, I asked them what kind of rig did they use to um, yes. to play because it looked so buttery smooth. And they told me, and I and I put one on PC part picker and and made the um the exact same spec. But it's been yeah. three years since I did that, so it's, everything is better now. But yeah. And a lot of those I just wish my like when I play the game. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I was listening to you, uh, Fast Card. But yeah, I, I agree, you know, uh, we we build a system, we think we build a system around, you know, the requirements, and, and we load it up, and we're like, wait a minute, this is not what I'm, it's not playing, playing the way I'm, I'm seeing it. 
but a lot of the stuff that they uh, did when they brought it in studio, they had it in a closed loop, so it wasn't really reliant on the network. network. This was fully loaded. Yeah, Yeah, this was fully loaded. So they were getting all those uh, gains as far as uh, FPS and such. No, it doesn't look very big. That's because we're sort of zoomed uh, out on the star map. But Lawville is 23,205,000. Yeah, Live Acoustic makes, makes a good point. There are going to be so many changes until the final configuration. It's frustrating, but hang in there. Definitely. So should we start our quantum? I mean, I, I got to admit, this is probably one of the best alphas I've ever played. <laughs> I think this is the only alpha I've ever played. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I played. I played one other. Okay. But India can't talk about that one. Okay. But I mean, to my point, I think too many people. For many people, this would be the only alpha that they've ever played. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Because this is a very unique situation too, uh, as far as game development and getting involved, having a say so in a game like this. Going all out for development. For this a new version of Quantum that they just showed off, or is it the same version that they had for? This has been two years for us, so we've seen it for a long time. I think this may be the first iteration of the version of Quantum. That is a good point, uh, fast card. Yep. One jump right. directly to the jump because there needs to be some time invested in getting there, like taking cargo or whatever else. Uh, but just a pure same thing with atmospheric entry. I mean, this is now we're looking at the second so iteration. We're doing that, we're going to take a little of bit of time. Uh, so yeah, this is first tech that you saw. Uh, uh, so since we're in quantum, I have time that I can go up and get, make sure a sandwich, come, come back. Yeah. <laughs> right. Martin you make a that's a, the, Yeah, uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, last, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, and I'll hand it over there to sort of a lot of feedback you, from that, the distances and such. And they, then they allowed you to quantum right. two Hi, planet everyone. surface as so well because it took remember, know, yeah, you had to quantum all the way. You had to sit there and you're like, like I, I remember the, this sort of like, the previous Gen Con, the quantum between planet to planet. I'm like, I want that. Yeah. People like, no, we don't want this. You yelling at the kids in the back seat. If you two don't behave. Yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> I'm trying to land a damn ship and y'all listening. We kind of show you a little bit about the tools and uh, basically how we're going to go about filling, you know, hundreds of systems with just as many planets with, you know, meaningful content and uh, Ooh, things to do yeah, for you guys. Um, and the way we're going to do that is through super powerful tools, still really likes, talented uh, art teams, says, uh, still really powerful gameplay. and uh, forget about hyper-intelligent. I think, honestly, from so uh, recent calling all devs, I think medical gameplay is uh, up all right. next. Yeah. Uh, once we see so some go of ahead, the, uh, run the tools. updates. Uh, I think All right, so the first one I want to talk a little bit about is our medical, I think procedural city really generator. Quickly. And then the rock So here, uh, it's a top-down sort of tool that we've Orion. built for yeah, the artists and the finish. designers. Mm -hmm. kind of like and what they basically do, they draw the perimeters nice. uh, of all I their agree, districts. So I they're, they're now, I realize it looks a little bit about yeah. like Minesweeper or um, even like a SimCity kind of look, but actually that's a really nice interface to this kind of thing. So you see what he's actually done here is all the T's are little transportation districts. and. 
all the little yellow H's are actually an elevated area. So these are different districts with different properties within them. And it's important that I like all those how districts how connect I was, to each other um, because, of saying course, how we've got NPCs living would, there. Uh, going to take a while. And I forget then that they actually do the another presentation model in quantum and everything in real starts time. to get propagated. Yeah, right. But I should mention, it's, it's not just models. It's particle effects. It's NPCs. It's shops. It's signs. It's all kinds of different content that really make the game for you. The other important part of it is uh, being able to set you know, the actual districts. So it's things like commercial, residential, industrial, and you might have heard of these before. Um, and he sets different heights. These ones are suburban areas, or suburb areas. And this is where you know, the NPCs will live. Like It'll be different habitation sort of yeah. areas. And then we hit save city layout, Yeah. and we've got, got our to city. Do with different aspects of the, uh, building it out and uh, those, those containers so, had certain features in them, and that way they didn't get repetitive uh, features. It's really exciting tool set, and again, See, this is the this interesting thing, though, because I know that really, really, really uh, yeah, on the more recent Ian, Ian Leland So you can see that in the distance of the our elevated area, we've got a sort of industrial area that's been built up. Creative, uh, like you've got the signs, you've got the shops, you can create um, you yeah, and you can even see before when it was a little higher up that there's transportation between all of these districts, so you can still move around between, and that could be monorail. That could be roads, that could be whatever you know, are, the artists actually can come be, up with. Can continue or creating, design, rather. Because the tools that they're making for themselves are becoming more refined. So as he flies around, you can see that this was more the commercial so kind of area. Like this, this is where you find of, some of your shops, things like Dumper's Depot. Make and an then over here was that sort of, of suburb area that he actually built up. So again, it's a really powerful tool set, but it's really only one piece of the puzzle. I think they start to move pretty fast. So. Yeah, um, more things like so this, you know, and, and I mean, there's, it's a double-edged sword, right? The it's cool, so it's highly keeping technical. that same so concept that, that in mind, a person like me, like I'm not going to get every single bit of what they're saying, you know, but, so this is our um, interior layout editor, and it can be used for okay, all kinds of things. This should help the efficiency. So, so here is our data forge cool. editor. You might have seen this on ATV before. And this That's is where what? we set up Ten all our you know, real meaningful gib data. Gibs. So these are different quicker libraries that are used. <laughs> but for the artists and designers, <laughs> right. what they actually use is a flow graph system. And each of those now, boxes are nodes are actually kind of rooms. Something that we haven't and each of the connections are hallways or doors or elevators and things like this. And you can see that all the rooms are connected in a certain way and in a meaningful gameplay way. So those are elevator shafts. We might have a mission giver room. We might have a treasure oh, room. Oh, they were giving we the, remember Sean, they were, they were, uh, we they were giving the presentation. They said it would take um, about 15 minutes. There's all sorts of different properties that go within them. And all the while, they Once put it in the back. In the, we uh, go to our editor. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Then we give it a deterministic oh seed. And people are like, wait a minute, we're <laughs> still in quantum? Okay. Where's that and chess game? Tools. Go ahead and build that environment for us. So now, an artist. So an artist or a designer could absolutely build this. There's no reason why they couldn't. But there's a lot to do here. So you've got to connect walls. You've got to put lights yeah, I in. That was, you've I was got sitting to place there NPCs. I can remember uh, this. Even just some like kind of technical like, things. Oh, We've got to place uh, atmosphere areas. We have our me, system. We're we have still a power in quantum, system. and he's giving and this presentation. One of the problems with that and is he that said it was going to take about 15 minutes. So he like, said, oh, well, if we, I forgot my link, I didn't name it right, or whatever. Wait a minute. Or I used an art kit that the art team wasn't quite ready for. Dude, it's still this. So it kind of mitigates that problem. But you can see there's very meaningful content. And we've got. You know, a level of it's like, like the inner Dr. Buddy. already generated <laughs> within a couple minutes. And again, design or an artist could absolutely do this, but 
again, we've got to fill a massive amount of content here. So he explores around a little bit. Um, we can see that there was, a, there was a shop earlier. I think we might have gone through Cassaba, check that out. And the other thing about it is a lot of these sort of systems will only generate like a certain wow. one these, floor. These but again, if we put like a, uh, like a stairs uh, oh, node no within stash. it, we're going to get different, uh, wow. different levels. So here we load a different flow graph. This one is uh, a different procedural seed, and it builds up right again. So again, we can and regenerate and regenerate and regenerate so many so different much sets of these They're interiors. They're not even using this anymore. Exactly. All right, so that's the second piece of the puzzle. And the third piece of the puzzle, and one of the more exciting ones, do you want to run the next video, is integrating it into our planet ecosystems. So the ecosystems, and what happens in this video is we're changing some of the properties just off screen of the ecosystem scattering. So it actually scatters all of these assets. So again, the cities plus the interior. I used to want to have a, and it integrates them a homestead in our court, but after the cities. So finding about the, the, the lore, I, I don't want to be nowhere near that place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dropping but stuff off, man. I'm telling you. Maybe Microtech. Yes, definitely Microtech. That's uh. So, we're about to hit her. I've already here. signed I'm lease papers over there, man. Over That's Chris, my place. But I really hope you nice, guys enjoyed the tour nice. and really thank the team yeah, for working nice. on this stuff. Watch out for the space yetis, Tim. Yeah, right. <laughs> Field experiment <laughs> on the on the loose. <laughs> right, right. Keep your shotgun next to you. Yeah, at all times. There we go. Wow, that's quantum. Like, what? Are you kidding me? How big is this game? <laughs> flew out, went to a space station, looked down at Arcorp, then quantum travel, flew through the space. We haven't done any loading. It's all in the same star system. By the way, people, the audio wasn't uh, messed up uh, here. It's messed uh, up on the stream, like so don't be messed for that. Hurston, uh, <laughs> uh, which is. Another planet inside the standard oh, yeah, Chris, system, Arcorp was owned you, uh, uh, again, by Arcorp. In the standard system, the UE leased each one of the, the height maps. type planets you, you to You notice that, the planet side? In this case, it's Hurston Dynamics, uh, which primarily is a weapons manufacturer. And Hurston itself is the kind of, it, it's the sort of planet that is what happens when there is no regulation and there's no environmental protection. So. It's probably and with 310, um, look at the UI now, the user interface like in this, in years, inside the cockpit. So much America better. after the EPA yep. has been dismantled. Uh, but, uh, so let's just head down. Uh, and, uh, you know, this will be an example of a different style of planet and, uh, you know, ecosystem biome. And it's still, we're still early days on this because obviously, uh, you know, we're still getting three, three zero out views of the environment. And the sort of procedural uh, planet team have been working on ArcCorp and uh, Hurston because they finished all their three zero stuff. And this is we're preparing for the next uh, major release. Griffin said, uh, uh, even without environment, version so four of the planet still looks great. Be, I think, lot, you know, with that said, cooler, uh, CIG is setting it, standards that they're, they've already established uh, a standard apart from a lot of other games, so and they're setting standards on the previous things that they did, and they're just one-upping it one is long all the way as they develop. And then we have short distance quantum travel. And I'm being satisfied with what's existing as well. Navigate, um, large celestial bodies. 
So like here, and that's like that. Come. That too is a double-edged sword, right? Because uh, you, you constantly yeah. you got to beat yourself, a, you know, yeah, like you're your own enemy. Sort of low, but at the same time, it's kind of like, into, uh, what do I need? What's the MVP? Like what? What? What's minimally viable? Like what can I put out and say this is good? Later on, I'll get back to it, you know. But let's get something out the door. You know, yes. it's, just, it's a it's a fine balance. But when they release it, we notice and then we see it and say, "Wow, okay, this is what they've been working on." You can tell he's kind of training hard to try to make this thing fly. Right? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Glenn is having fun, man. Glenn, don't don't sleep dialed. on Glenn. He is dialed. Glenn's like, I get paid to do this. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why, I mean, but I get paid to do this. Stream. We got a thousand or thirty thousand people watching this, right? I know, right? No pressure. <laughs> Red one. Red one. <laughs> I was talking to Griffin about that the other day. That um, I think that game comes from 16. <laughs> oh, it wasn't 2018. It had to be. Uh... Could have been 16. Yeah, it's got to be 16. Yeah, 2018 was probably like one of the best uh, Citizen Cons they had in a long time. Uh, there we go, re entry. And which was, we had the new version dropped in 310 now. That's right. Mm -hmm. And like what you said, 10th, that's one of those things that they work on and not. Oh, well, they, I think they 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 talked about it a little bit, but then they didn't say when we're gonna release it exactly when, and right. they just dropped it. It was like, oh snap, that's in it too. Okay, that's in the patch. Made it. Remember when you could play Star Citizen and land on a planet without without having to worry about weather bumping around? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You better get a bigger ship. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it caught me yeah, by surprise. You can take off if your ship is too big. You can land yeah. and not take off. You come in too hot, man, and those winds are stirring around. That thing, will, that wind will toss your little ship, and you're like, "Whoa, what? What just happened?" So this is twenty nine forty seven, or twenty nine fifty now. I mean, mm -hmm. we have noise canceling in in 2020. Can't they have wind canceling in 2950? Just canceling wind. <laughs> I remember back as uh, complaining about the uh, the contrails from the uh, ship, but now it's. It's kind of one of those things where they don't yeah, really so, talk about uh, it as yeah, much. The, 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 uh, yeah, I like the, them. Uh, German engine yeah. team that does all the procedural planet stuff has uh, been adding, obviously, a Ocean lot of uh, procedural yeah. planet. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, the oceans have all been ported over to... And the water G2, was beautiful back then. Now it's like... actually has, if we get low enough, you'll probably see there's yeah, a full amazing wave uh, before. Yep. I agree. We get low enough, we I think that right now it's, it's setting it up to be ship, that doorway into uh, not, that's not in yet, swimming, floating, we'll and then eventually the underwater aspect of what Star mm -hmm. Citizen is about, these water planets. Yes. Yeah, I'm still well, expecting yeah. the um, 890 jump to be able to go underwater, be airtight oh, yeah. and space tight. 
right fully. underwater I, I would know right off the bat i would have to say it can sit on top of the water uh, and you kind of look away to Lawville, yeah. which is the yeah. uh, yes, main yeah. landing zone on Hurston. yes so uh now the 600i it looks like a submersible i would now that would be a cool dynamic where you have the 890 is is specifically it can touch down on the surface whereas the 600 i think can actually submerge and actually be a huh. submersible vessel that would be interesting that yeah. would be crazy yeah, I could that see would, that. <clears throat> yeah that would be ridiculous it, uh, it would have to have all like types a, of sails it would have to have a maximum depth limit though obviously right yeah yep. of course yeah or some kind of uh fitting that allow it to do more. Can you imagine if you actually go too low and you don't have spring leaks all over the place? Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Engineer would be like, Oh my <laughs> gosh. Can you imagine that? Cleaning all that out. Engineer. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got a bucket yeah, in his hand. Take, take it. <laughs> You're paying yep. time and a half for this one. <laughs> Oh, but Griffin and Chad ask, has anyone seen that site in yeah, Hurston? Sort of I don't recall seeing Infrastructure. This is basically an area that uh, Hurston sort of strip mined for all the minerals and creating its weapons and its sort of factories that we'll see, we'll get to in a bit. But uh, as we move they already forward, have we just sort of begin the, the beginning of, of <coughs> fleshing me, out sort that of the were, uh, some pioneers that objects. they got themselves lost uh, because of the jump gate. Basically you know, uh, imploded on them or decayed and, pretty much, uh, and it was one of the water plants, and they had uh, had already set up uh, where they were they had a homesteads right there on, on the planet on the uh, surface of the ocean, and so it's one of those things that right now people are still, according to lore, they're still right now actively looking for that jump point to find these, uh, uh, these these frontier men who went uh, to this planet. So yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, shops inside, and it's all nice, but, but the outside um, of it's all... Kusunagi, Admiral asked a good question. We talked about this today in my work. Why can't it ship go in the water? It's there. airtight. It also doesn't use air intake and space, so why not? The engineering to make a ship go underwater like a submarine and be in phase is immense. Like, you can do do one or the other easily. It's like you have to make a step with sand pressure underwater so it doesn't spring leaks or get crushed by depth. And space you have to make it so it's airtight so it doesn't miss air. And so, yeah, it's different engineering altogether. And definitely it would kill ship sails. Let's be honest, right? The sheer scale of these planets. It's a whole new dynamic for, uh, you know, submersibles being a thing to purchase. And like you guys alluded to, the different levels that you can purchase according to how far or what extent of the depth they can go to in the water. What they could do is make a land vehicle submersible. That would probably be easier than making a spaceship submersible. You know, I wouldn't put it past, um, you know, uh, you, you think about like a company like, um, like Argo. Uh, no, Argo? No, okay. no, 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 but like, uh, <laughs> no, but, but like MISC or, like or um, Argo or Consolidated Outerlands, like creating mm -hmm. some kind of vehicle that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could see, I, I would probably put it on Argo with that. Um, yes. 
Because they already have the uh, MPU uh, V that kind of looks like a submersible. Yeah. So let's, um, let's sort of head the, the tugboat uh, outside, and whatnot. Um, so outside the city because we want to sort of give you a They're blue collar too, as far as the manufacturer. Yeah. They are the specifically blue collar in that sense. The sense of scale being able get, to uh, maybe mine for oil or things in the, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. at the bottom yeah. of the pretty, ocean and such. Uh, minerals, whatnot. You know. like you flying around, say, Frankfurt at this speed, just above it. Cool. But to give you the oh yeah, this is where uh, uh, with this particular area, this was the this was their industry the section we'll where it was all based on industry, and, uh, and they kind of sectioned it off. And, and this is where Chris was alluding to uh, the toxicity of the environment and such, and that yes. basically it was a a, a, a massive uh, land dump, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so they separated off from the living habitat to uh, to mitigate them from getting um uh having causing health problems with the toxins and such and so they was it was just basically a land dump for them because of the, all the exposure the planet was uh endured from all the different uh experiments and and toxic waste that was dumped so they didn't have any uh anyone to uh do the checks and balances there were no epa for them because it was literally it was their planet so they sectioned off the uh, the areas according to the planet and say, well, this is all industrial, and it was just it's a toxic waste. And he was emphasizing that even to the extent where the environment was was not healthy to breathe. But then you saw toxic pools of chemicals all over the place. Here we are, we're down on the ground. And, and there's, you if you look in the background, the look at those plumes of, uh, of, structures of pollution, the distance, which maybe didn't look so big when we're flying over. Yep. Them. But, really but since then, they massive. haven't really emphasized uh, that because I think that yeah, uh, kind of like the kind it's of not to say that they've abandoned it, but I think as they develop it further, uh, we'll probably see this revisited uh, again in that sense because that's the whole thing about this area. It's it's nasty, it's toxic, and you don't want to live here. And so it, it, it opens the door for, you know, the underbelly of criminal activities and things of smuggling of goods or the dumping of toxic goods. But coming to your earlier point, it's interesting. They went from Arcorp to that outpost to here with a road screen. Exactly. And I mean, this was, and it was, and I don't think they they had any problems technically with uh, the presentation. So it was just, there was no question that this was all in game. And everyone was just like, are you kidding me? Are you guys really kidding me on this? And it's like, it really uh, held a lot of people to back by seeing this footage right here. Every citizen currently get inflected backers. Places that feel visceral, that have their own identity. I agree. When you go to Art Corp or you go to Hurston, they feel totally different. Uh, Have the games come too? Yeah, and I think Chris was saying because the, it was so, so, such a distance. I think he was telling Glenn to grab a Knox because <laughs> it was. I remember that he said it was so far. He said grab a Knox, and I think that's sit up there. Get on a Knox and get there closer. <laughs> he was like, "Okay, Glenn, you're killing the time, man." Chris started directing and said, "Hey, man, we got to shorten this thing up." People get it now. They understand it. It's real. Systems activating. Systems on. Ah, uh, the Nox. Mm-hmm.
this was Chris Smith's baby uh, in uh, Austin studio. He worked. Oh, okay. Him. Yep. This was his I, baby. I have one of these. Yep. As do I. I, I mean, it's, yep. it's it's cool, man. <clears throat> so you sort of and you know what? This, uh, here. You, the, you know what? I gotta say, this is the. Small say that again, Pascal. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, all right. Let's see if I, I would have. To, I would have to say this is the love letter to Tron. <laughs> the, the light cycles. When I saw that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Showing off now. I can see that. Now I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I have too many speakers. I have the Knock, Dragonfly, Ranger, and I'm missing hmm. one. So I have. I have two Rangers. Uh, see, would it be the Tumble? <laughs> Double Ranger, yeah. Okay, and then you have the X1, which is from Origin. I mean, Griff, don't don't say it. We know you have it. Hey, so look. Yeah, we're sort of coming to the outside <laughs> of the city. Griff uh, doesn't have to say it. Can you? Know what I mean? I'll just say it for both of us. It's fine. It's Origin. Oh, we got another Origin back in the line. Oh, okay. Me, me and Griff are peas in the pod, man. Do you know me. that's cool? No. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, they oh, go back gosh. and forth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I myself, I, I, I'm more of an RSI person. Right. It's more my jam, but yeah. Yes. Population system. So, some of the other okay, from, okay, I get it. Stuff. The Emerald. The, okay, uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, longer term, we're working yeah. on sort of a Origin forever for you guys. Forever. Oh my god. Like, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm recently, as uh, we get closer uh, yeah, well, to the release of the, 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 the Star Runner, uh, and everything yes. else. And we have um, be like Crus Crusader, Crusader Industries is my, like is my second love. I have all uh, the uh, yeah, I gotta agree with you there, uh, Tenth. I, I cannot. Nothing to say there. I gotta agree with you. That's the love letter definitely to Millennium Falcon all the way. Yes. Yeah, the most recent ISC, they had these. They showed some of the interior shots from the Crusader ship, and they look awesome. Here's my wallet. Don't ravage it too badly. Just don't melt it. I need to melt my credit card. Right, FC? Come on, tell them, dude. Scale. Oh my god. The city really is uh, compared to what we're doing now. Oh, the train the looks totally different. Look at this, man. It's totally said, different. Things are working on yeah. this corner. So, uh. So. So, do you think they did, they, they, they did away with, with, with most so of this? The first um, of the Arnie, stuff? Or do you the, think uh, it's going to be. It's gonna, you see that, that alien thing you just saw? So yeah, look at that. The crabs. On, uh, yep, the garbage crabs. The garbage crabs. They're, they're, they don't attack you, uh, they just eat garbage. They scout through garbage. Do we, do, are those in the planet right now? No, they're not in the game right now. They're not predators. They're just. They feed on the garbage. I thought I was like, whoa. Yeah. But I, I don't see them so, abandoning abandoning this, this altogether. I think uh, at some yeah, point we're going to see a new iteration of it. And you, can, yep. and you can see the the amount of attention to detail and the, the amount of love and hard work that's going in from the team to do that because we really want to build out uh, the universe of Star Citizen to the level that matches the vision of us and you guys plus all the amazing concept art that everyone's done. So we, you know, 
you, people could say, no, you can't. That's crazy to do that. Well, our goal is to actually. And do now it. that they've shown uh, that so creature, they have to job. keep it on the list. Um, a lot of the team now that they have a creature team on this is here for development. Um, and I actually, at the end of here, I'd like to get all the team members up on the stage, people that have been showing stuff on the floor, help put the demos together, helping assist do the live stream. <laughs> so everyone that isn't necessary to run the cameras and live stream, why don't you come up on stage here to get a well-deserved uh, round of applause. So come on. And, San and where's Sandy? Let's bring Sandy out. Here we go. Imagine Chris can't do this on stage with the full complement of the uh, development team anymore. Oh, no. It's too many people. No to be a no big way. stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's some rotations. Well, well, get my oh, other guys no. We don't have to see all of this, do we? <laughs> oh, God. No, I remember the cake. cake. I remember the cake. That's a lot of people now. And that's yes. just, you know, in, in Europe. Yeah. By, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I, Mar Marco Corbettis is quite shy, but he's actually uh, the prime engineer behind the procedural. He has quite a few other people in the engine team that do it. Because now you have Derby. A lot of all this fire oh, stuff is his Frankfurt, Germany, you have Manchester, England, and you have LA, and you have Austin, Texas, five studios. Don't, now. don't forget to have that. Yes. Montreal. Yep, Montreal. I like to call out Marco because he's quite shy. He doesn't really want to have any attention. That's why he didn't want to do a panel or anything, but I like to embarrass him. But well done, Marco. It's awesome stuff. Uh, and the environment team that built all that stuff did an amazing job. I mean, you met quite a few of them. Is uh, Michelle Cooper back here? Where's Ian? Ian somewhere. There's Ian. <laughs> Pascal somewhere. I don't know where Pascal is. definitely looking is. for Pascal. more engineers uh, so, for the project. Uh, now. I can't Let you know that they, they really want to work on those back-end services and, then there's, uh, and look to Sasha improve the somewhere? overall gaming experience with uh, those types of openings. Dan Truffin in the back who yep. put together all the little NPCs for our corp and stuff. Um, What's that? Josh on the yeah. Oh, yeah, where is Josh? Just as many people on that stage. Where's we need Josh? probably twice okay. as many Sorry, people in, in one instance. When so, you, when you talk about so, obviously, the characters for and the, uh, for the, the Oni Crab. And we got, we got quite a few other creatures in the pipeline, right, and Josh? As to what you were saying, Tim, yeah, that's why I think um, you're but, spot uh, on with I mean, the medical uh, gameplay which is coming up because we're going to need that because we're, we're talking about event. more interactions between uh, people, more PvP, even PvE with the NPCs. Um, you're going to need that uh, medical I, I to get okay. people back on their feet because there's going to be a lot I'm of crap going on. So I'm going to say something on the... It says, happy fifth birthday. Yeah. All right. Did I just cut it? Uh, 
cut the corner, Chris. What are you doing? I <laughs> know, right? <laughs> Chris. Chris. <laughs> oh, there's a guy off to the left that's clapping in the all black. That's okay. the guy who does the uh, cra uh, the fabrications, <laughs> uh, which we were talking about, fa uh, fast car. He wants some early. cake. About the loot crate, and Jared. he did the model of the uh, saber. Jared, Jared. Talk about the model this year. Yeah, they, they, they had the model in the um, right, or that. not auditorium, <laughs> but in the um, front lobby. All right, but thank you. Yeah, I forgot what scale it is. Outside of everyone we went to the um. Everyone in the crowd. And the, uh, the Derby, I think it's in the Derby studio. I thought Brian Chambers so ha has it in his office. It's Frankfurt. It was, it, what, at one point, it was hanging from the uh, from wires in the lobby. Every, yeah, right, every day, you're right. We are grateful that you guys allow us to be doing this. Where was so hanging the wires uh, I think it was in the Derby studio. And with that, I think... We'll see you in the verse. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. In the verse. All right. Now I need to get my hands clean. <laughs> that was pretty. That was a pretty flawless um, presentation. I know. Yeah, <laughs> so used to seeing something go wrong. I forgot yeah. this year they, were, they, they didn't have anything that year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, FC, for nothing going wrong. It had to happen for people, for that to come across and uh, for people to get that, the fact that, you know, you went from ground to sky to space to a space station. And then you look back and say, I came from that point right there. And it, it's, it, it exists. So cool. <clears throat> Incredible. So, Tent, what, what, did you, what would your takeaway from um, seeing this, the presentation? Yeah, today? you know, I, I think I got to just echo Kimmy's sentiments in the beginning. Um, the coolest thing to see with uh, the the project here was, uh, it's well, I should say it's always cool to see where, uh, how things have progressed, you know, we're three years after CitizenCon 2017, and so... Uh, you can kind of see how things have, have grown. But you also get to see how you moved from walking to getting into your ship to taking off, flying through the city, going up to the space station, and then making all, your way all the way to, you know, uh, quantum from the space station to, you know, to Hurston, uh, mm -hmm. from our quarter Hurston. Um, no blips, no hangups, you know, everything's just smooth no loading screens um it's just pretty cool you know so i thought that uh, that was the biggest takeaway for me really really great work and um you know i think the other thing i'll just say really quickly um is that um seeing how they did the first iteration of a lot of things and then said you know what we're not happy with that let's let's reiterate on it or take it out of the game and fix it um and get to a point where you want to have that fidelity that immersion um Drink. and then put it back in later you know i think uh Something to be said there. I, I I definitely don't believe everything can be that way. Like, like I said, right. I, I firmly contend that there's a balance between, you know, what's you know when we, when we look at Planet Tech version four, you know, we're like, oh wow, this is great. You know, stars, uh, you know, CIG could potentially say, well, no, we could do one better. And I think at this point, I would say version four is fine. You know, like let's uh let's let's let this sit for a minute. Let's let's play with it. Let it's good. 
Um, even what Griff said earlier was even without plant type V4, some of these plants were just looking amazing right when you pop, you know, when you popped up to Hurston. Like, holy smokes, like look at this thing, you know. So I think there's some things that we could say, you know, it's it's safe to say that's that's a tie bow on that one, you know. Um, but regardless, they've kept pushing the envelope and they've kept raising the bar for themselves. And I think you want them to do some great work, um, and they are. Uh, they do need time, but they do need to also consider their time that they've been given already, you know, to to figure out how to actually how do we actually continue pushing forward and figuring out what's the most important things to put into the project. So, all in all, really great CitizenCon. Really, really enjoyed looking at that. You have anything you want photos you wanted to add um, before I give my thoughts, Kimmy? Uh, well, I was going to echo tenth, uh, and basically, it's it's. Um realized potential here for me taking that mm-hmm. all in and um what chris said that he had the vision what star citizen was going to be about uh taking off and going to this destination and realizing it and, and making it happen and you know to say that it's not perfect in the sense that when you look at our corp from the first concept to what it is now uh at the end of the day it's not that far off of what they envisioned to do um, but yeah, it's, it's the realized, uh, potential and really mm-hmm. bringing out to what they said they're going to, what they said they wanted to do. They're pretty much are doing it where it was, it was initially just the landing zone, but holy, <laughs> I'm going to say, holy sheesh, sheesh that they, they're giving us a full planet, man. I mean, planets yeah, yeah, yeah. and moons, you know, and I mean, really, really dialing in those things that, yeah, we want this, but we're going to add this around that as well. The realized potential. So that's that's my takeaway from 2017 that they 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 came through on the concepts and then some. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good. Okay. So my thought is, um, it's been three years since I've seen this. I was I was actually in verse, the first first con in 2017 in Austin. So I was on. Um, I was uh, behind the scene moderating and everything on the on the first on channel. I, I didn't really, I got to see see most of it, but I was like distracted while I was watching and doing everything. I was trying to make sure people were behaving and while trying to listen to them to, to the presentation. So it, it's really a blessing for me to to see these again. I get to refresh my memory or, or pick up things that I might have missed the first time around. Um, different. Uh, one thing that I, that, you know, that really struck out to me was that you saw the creature, uh, you know, I probably saw it the first time and, and you know, it's completely forgot about it. But then I seen it and I was like, whoa, like that yeah. just completely blew me, blew me away. Yeah. Like I lost tra- track of what I was saying and everything. So I can't wait for that to, to come in into the game. Um, but, th- uh, but also, this is the first year they started early. Because they had different panels and different presentations going out throughout the day. This is the first year they started doing that, and I think that um, that I mean they 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 figured out that it was um a thing that they you know it was good and they and they kept doing it um since then. But this is the first year that they started doing that, and I thought I think that's something important to bring up. Um. Yeah. Also, um. Yeah, I gotta agree. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I got to agree with you. Uh, good point uh, there, uh, FC, that the, uh, how they started developing CitizenCon and, and growing from 2016 and getting better. Like you said, they had the separate venues, 
and building on that to give you that interactive experience. So that was a really good point. Uh, how you know it's a must for any any backer of Star Citizen. If you have not gone to a CitizenCon, uh, this is a good time to if once they get things back on track, right? Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you definitely got to treat yourself to one of these experiences. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to get to the one a year after this. And and as to what you said, FC, it was those venues that were there, and it was like holy smokes, it, it was it, to, it set it to another level. Yeah, I had to figure out when I was going to eat because they had so many venues, you know, <laughs> so many different uh, <laughs> Big Benny like, sold okay. out. Yeah, <laughs> big Benny's, yeah, that was first. Oh, <laughs> no big Benny's. I, I, I still managed to get to get a box. It, it wasn't you. Yeah. I managed to get a clean yeah. box of Big Benny before they ran out. So I'm yeah. grateful for that. But but um, back to, to, to 2017. Um, I I had fun in VerseCon. I, I recommend if you, if you can't go to CitizenCon yes. in the year yes. in the year that it's out, out, you go to VerseCon or go to your local bar Citizen instead. They're loads of fun. Sponsored by um, the backers themselves, right? Exactly. Sure. So, okay. Um, so b b before we go, I want to say to everyone to in in in, in the stream, like look on your seat. You may have won something. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? That was that was the thing. The, the golden ticket. That was the Willy Wonka reference. Uh, when Chris said, "Hey, look under your seat," and people looked under the seats, and there it was the Optane was sitting in in that bag or right under the seat, and people were like, "Holy smokes!" Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, so but, yeah, so, 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 so before before we go, um, where can we find you, Kimmy? Uh, I'm on here. Kimmy sixty five. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I'm there. You'll get my notifications. I'm just hanging out, talking some lore, doing some gameplay, playing some cool music, y'all. I mean, you got to come in and listen to some of the music I play. I love my eighties, but I love atmospheric alternative music. Really cool. And just yeah. come in just to chat and vibe, man. Have a good time. Come on and check me out. Do you have specific days that you stream or is it random? Uh, it's random. It's random. I, okay. I've been trying to get a schedule, but, but <laughs> Griff is getting me on a schedule. So that's helpful <laughs> for me. So, yeah. All right. How about you, Tent? Yeah, uh, you can probably find me uh, bouncing around in um, Discord most times. Um, I am... Um, Taking a break from streaming right now, um, but have fun doing some of the shows, especially uh, uh, Soul Citizens here being a part of that, and another show, uh, Channel Twenty Seven News, that's put on uh, with my org, Vector Twenty Seven. Griff is uh, usually a part of that as well, so come check that out it. on Tuesdays. And uh, I love it. I love it. It's a lot of fun. But before you do any of that, uh, on your screen you'll see where you can follow Soul Citizens. It's uh, it's really easy. You just follow us on Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, hit the follow button. If you like what you see, hit the subscribe button. Um, and it really helps support the show. It's a fantastic time. The production team here, FC, Griff, everyone involved. Uh, just been a lot of work doing this. And it allows for us to have great conversations and talk about this project that we love. So stay tuned for, uh, click those notification buttons. Stay tuned for when we launch live content. And uh, the coolest thing, boys, is that uh, this past, uh, what was it? 
today's a Sunday. So, so yeah, this past Friday, uh, we hosted our we we debuted our newest show, uh, Friday Night Live. Where, uh, Kimmy, oh, you were yeah. doing that too, right? You were on, you were on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, that was fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Right, so you come in, you ask questions, join us on the show. It's a, it's a talk show for us. So it's, yeah, new new show. Come support that on Friday nights if you have some time. Um, but other than that, make sure you hit those follow buttons so that we can stay in touch with you. You can stay in touch with us. And we see you on going forward in this project that we all love. So uh, thanks for the support, everybody. Awesome. Man. Yeah, and the time is um 11.30 Eastern on, on Friday. So I just it's had to look at the time. <laughs> it's was, late. Yeah, it's late. And you can find me at twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. Find me here on Sunday. Um, I try, I try to, I lurk around on, on, on Friday Night Live. Um, you can also find me on Tuesday on the Base Radio with Miss Hart's 80s show. And on Wednesdays and Fridays with Super Bathory um, on Table of Horrors with Vampire the Masquerade on World Plan. So check us out. Check, check me out there, I guess. Okay, yep. so that's it for, for, this, for this week. But, um, we're going to throw out a raid that we'd like to do. So this week, we're going to raid Gondor Lap. I hope I'm pronouncing that, 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 that name correctly. But yes, we're going to raid Gondor Lap. So send them our love and peace, love, and soul. There it is. See you in the verse. <laughs> oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs>